This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV. afternoon uh that all escalated rather slowly um to misquote a well-known saying um we got it right in the summer you know things started to go well we did all our business early um and then this window didn't go well now i'm gonna i know brad who will be joining me in a second has got his own own thoughts on this uh i think he's just trying to get his cam working um did we need anybody really um you know we did more business in one window than we probably do in the previous four or five even six put together uh was the a sort of yes i know enzo wanted this player and i would have been very very happy to get him uh, and i was having messages with my son yesterday saying as much you know he was asking me about him i said look if we can get him it would be brilliant um but was it FFP? Was it legal? Was it work permit? What was the reason that it didn't go ahead? Um, we we probably will never know. Uh, it's a shame because 
will it put a dampener on the record? I mean, everybody, I've got to say, uh, looking at the fan base and looking at the comments, and we'll look at some of them later from uh, from the Facebook site to the posts I've been putting up. Uh, some of them, well, obviously, they're going to be blaming these two people. Um, is it John Rudkin, though? Is it John Rudkin? He just generally follows rules. Was it Susan Whelan? That's his boss. Was it top again? You know, in fairness, we'll never know. It's just a shame when everything was going so well. But everybody else was playing catch-up with us. So we maybe didn't need to do catch-up. But you can say, on, on uh, to, to toss it on the other side, that we've weakened ourselves by not buying uh, while everybody else has strengthened. Yeah. Uh, I, it's anyway we're gonna we're gonna cover it. it it's kind of kicked off thankfully i did i did a show last night i only did an hour my uh my sympathies go out to to, to Ant who did three <laughs> i know i went on for that for half an hour to keep in company uh gray is in uh afternoon chris hope you're well uh this fast with sensi before he had the medical uh other business should have been taken care of um Afternoon, all. Hope everything, uh, everyone is okay. I do, Scott. How you doing? In all honesty, I see it as a positive. Um, I think we was potentially being taken for a ride. It was a bit of a sick note, wasn't he? Uh, afternoon, everybody saying hello to everybody else. Uh, I think we can hopefully we can sign him on a pre-contract for the summer. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. His contract runs out in the summer, so basically we can talk to him. Um, See, you, I see. Everybody goes on about this Foss Hub, and I don't know. I've seen a few things go on Foss Hub that they have attributed to other sources. One they attributed yesterday to um, to Sky Sports, and I couldn't find it anywhere on Sky Sports. So, to be honest with you, Gray, I tend to take what Foss Hub says with a pinch of salt. They're no different to me. I could put this on here and say, "Oh, sources told me that we're going to sign Messi in the summer." That, that's all he's doing, to my mind. That's all he's doing. Um, I, I don't. I don't know. Could it be done if it goes through midnight? I think not. But look, again, like I say, different opinions. We're all entitled to our opinions, and we're going to get a completely different opinion now. Um, for every ying, there's a yang, and for every Chris, there's a Brad. And here he is. Good <laughs> afternoon, sir. Thank you very much for popping on at extremely short notice. No, it's all right, mate, because this is, uh, despite how boring our, well, I say boring, it was rather entertaining with a willy won't he sort of thing, but uh, boring transfer window for Leicester, it's going to be fun to, to divulge. It's amazing, we can, we, they say you can make nothing out of thin air, well, we're going to make a transfer show about no signings. We are, we are, we're going to review the track, I mean, thankfully... You said no to coming on. You couldn't make the show last night. And, and I think you're probably very much relieved that you couldn't. Um, you're probably glad that Ant didn't get to you first and ask you on his because his was three hours. Uh, <laughs> I managed to get away with an hour. Um, look, um, let, let's start. Let's start with uh, the, the main question. Did we really need to sign anybody? That that that's instantly the positive I think you could have around this situation, isn't it? Because there wasn't really too much in the way of position that you were sat here as a Leicester fan 
forget the season, forget forget our position right now. Take that out of the equation. You look at the squad, the general de- depth and quality that we have available uh, in that squad. Mm. You know, you've got all right. He's out injured until the last month of the season, but you've got Wilfred and Didi. You've got Jewsbury Hall. You've got Winks. We've got um, whether you like him or not, Dakar. I, I I think he can come good in this little run yeah. to hold that fort. Tom Cannon. You, know, you look at the, the, the squad continues throughout in that manner. The depth is very good. So Leicester were one of them teams tagged with the... Should never have been relegated given the quality of your squad. Probably too good for this division. And if you take that with where we actually are in the league and our league position, Chris, that's obviously quite ad- adamantly clear that we are... I don't want to be sounding too disrespectful, but the way we've dealt with just over the first half of the season, and well, the first half of the season and a little bit more, mm-hmm. we are clearly showing that, that the the onus is almost on Leicester to do what they're predicted to do, which is bounce straight back up. So there wasn't really a desperate scramble of, oh, we need a striker, we need a left winger, we need a centre-back, we need this, we need that. And when you bring it all collectively, Chris, realistically, no, you don't. You don't want to, and we said this throughout the whole entire transfer window. There's no point making a signing for the sake of making a signing. What annoys me, Chris, is, and I know we mentioned this backstage, and I know you've brought the two people up on screen that we're going to talk about in a, in a bit, is clearly this is a signing that Enzo wanted, a bit like a certain Bellin wanted with a certain winger. <coughs> Straight off the bat, he wanted him. Mm. And all of a sudden, he gets told, oh, no, you just need to sell a few players or take a bit of the wage for them. We can get the deal done. He does all that grafting and then gets told, oh, well, you can pay £2.50 this week. We can pay you a monthly instalments, but you can't actually do that. You need to do this. Oh, actually, where the you know, where was the simple, plain, basic English? That's what annoys me with not getting no, again. I know I'm not saying that I do not disagree with anything you say here. I'm purely going to be playing devil's advocate with you. Oh, I know so, you are. You know, um, when he signed for us, he signed for a club that got relegated because of FFP. Yeah, that, that's the bottom line because we could yeah. not bring anybody in. The three players we brought in, you could argue whether they were, were good enough or not, but it was too little, too late. I uh, see. So, FFP fucked us up unless you're Nottingham Forest and Everton and cheat to stay up. But then again, had we stayed up, I think we were only probably putting off the inevitable. Um, yeah, there is a lot. So I'm sure Enzo would have been told at some point, look, this is where we financially stand. Um, now, he said this, you know, he said, right, we've lost Cashadee, and I've read in one paper or one thing like, Leicester have been weakened by Cashadee departing. I don't think we have been weakened. He wasn't that good. We were weakened by Fatou not playing for three games. Were we weakened by Cashini going back? His first game back for Chelsea, they lost, how many was it? 4-1 to Liverpool. And it could have been nine, as Doug's just said. So I don't think he was that that great a loss. Um, So he has said, he was told at the start of the window, you need to sell to get somebody in. He has come out and said, I'm not going to force anybody out that doesn't want to go. Now, if he'd have been here at the end of last season, that might have meant they would have kept a Marty. Uh, you know, would have kept, oh, do you want me to go on? You, you get my point, don't yeah. you? Yeah, I do. So had, he, had he maybe had the balls um, 
I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I don't know. I'm just playing favourable advocate. I've actually got rid of some players. You know, he's kept Pratt. All right, he's had a, you know, he scored a couple of goals. He's assisted, etc., etc., etc. But he could be five minutes on the pitch against Stoke and uh, and break his ankle. He is a sick note, Pratt. He is a liability. He needs to go. But no, no, no. Let's keep hold of him for six months because you know we, 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 he runs out at the end of the season. We could have got maybe two or three million for him off Atlanta. They'd have snapped our hands off. But no, we're not going to force anybody out that doesn't want to go. So in a way, in a way, he's, uh, I can't think of the saying now, but he's, he's caused his own problems. See, no, I see where you're coming from. And again, I understand that you're playing devil's advocate. I am inclined to disagree. I I, because I, I, I feel like you disagree. It doesn't mean that I'll. Uh, I will no, say no, your opinion no. is wrong. <laughs> no, I know. I'm waiting for it once I finish it. But um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree with you about Pratt in the sense that he is a sick note. He is mm. a worry, uh, and and you can't keep players around for sentiment. Although I don't feel like, even though us as fans have sentiment from, I don't think there's any sentiment between. Pratt's time at the club and and how his club how his career's gone because he's he's stop start here and he's been out alone probably I feel like he's actually been out on loan more than he has actually been at the club because he's spent so long on out on loan on mm. at, at like Torino but the th- the thing is Chris with, with, with I I feel like maybe if you look at the players that have gone out on loan um I don't think. For, for any moment, someone like, especially Luke Thomas, wants out of this club. Because if he did, I don't think there'd be a loan move going out. I think there would have been a transfer move. Uh, because obviously, it sent, uh, yeah, Enzo from Day Dart made this transfer that never eventually happened after 31 days of trying. Uh, happened. He would, have, he would have tried to get rid of him. I think there is a case of saying, OK, you want to stay here, that's fine, but I'm telling you the situation. And if you're not happy with that, I, we can't get rid of you or you don't want to move. You want to try and prove your worth. You can't do it here. You're going to need to play game time. So I'll send you out alone. We've talked about this. He's an injury, you know, put the, put the show on over the foot. Who's going to pay two million for a guy who's out of contract who could, a, a stiff breeze could break his leg as you say, Chris, to, to put it politely, who's going to want to risk that? And does Pratt make anybody's team stronger right now, given what they've been able to see of him? No, but, you know, he could have gone to Pratt and said, look, Dennis, love you, but whatever, blah, blah, blah. You're not part of my plans. This is what he's obviously said to Luke Thomas. He did know, if Luke Thomas isn't part of his plans, he'd still be here. He was, he was in and out quicker than, you know, me on a night out when I got in with the ex-missus. You know, I mean, his feet didn't touch. Um, and, and, you know, he, why, why wouldn't we know when the, when the Swiss said, look, we've got, to, we've got to clear these players out if you want somebody to come in. And he says, well, unless anybody says they want to go, I'm not going to let them go. I mean, it just seems like a stupid thing to say. Oh, yes, yeah, yes. We've got rid of, we've got rid of Thomas. We've got rid of Everson. Um, somebody else has gone, I think. I can't think who it is. Well, technically, Caste going back was, was, a, was a spot yes. freed up as well. But so. Out of all of that, okay, we're gonna say those three, four players. There's a couple of youth players that have moved on, but then they're not exactly going to, you know, upset the apple. Cart, no, really. and, they, and they, they don't affect the but first we have, their age. We have still, I would imagine, if they're going out on loan, paying some wages. I, I, no, so, I, I so yeah. now. 
ask yourself how much wages have we saved with Everson Thomas um, possibly cash today, but we wouldn't have been paying all his wages. We'd have probably been only playing the proportion. Um, and, and, and somebody else has gone, and I can't think who it is. But um, no, I can't. Right. No, would do you know how much a year? Um, uh, Senzi is on. Ooh. If I was to have a guess at how much he was earning a week, I could probably tell you that. Well, go for a week. Go for a week. I would say twenty-eight. He's a recognised Italian um, international. He's at Inter Milan. About eighty. 85k a week. Well, actually, no, he's actually less than that. Wow, I mean, I, I, that actually does surprise me because I was thinking yeah, I'd kind yeah. of put it all. Yeah, now I mean, he is uh, on 61,000, give or take. I, I weren't too far off. It's 3.1 million a year. Now, I don't know, somebody will come on and say, Oh, he's only on this much, but I've just gone on the first website that's come up, and that's what he's given me. Yeah, so yeah. what I'm saying is. In those players that we've just mentioned, have we saved 3.1 million in wages? And remember, FFP isn't about what you're paying because, you you know, you can make those look at Chelsea. They're giving people eight-year contracts. It's it's a lot of it is about the wages as well. Yeah, we're, well not, we're not going to get be getting 3.1 million pounds back off Everson and Thomas. Well, I mean... First of all, we're no longer paying whatever percentage it was of Cassidy's wage. Um, now, that that's probably not too much for us. It may have been actually at a point where we were paying all his wages if he was on something like 22 grand a week or 18 grand a week. I, I don't know how overinflated Chelsea is throughout. I know they're very inflated in their first team, but I don't know what sort of wage bracket Cassidy um, was on. I would imagine that the likes of Iverson are in that 30 to 50 grand thing because you have to remember that them two players might not have been playing, but they would have been included in doing contracts. After this week, again, don't shoot me, don't shoot the messenger. I'm only going off what I'm finding. So, oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, 7,500 a week. Well, so Leicester would have been paying all of that. So, okay, so it's not a lot at all. I actually thought because it was a young world. You'd think he would have been on more because it was Chelsea, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's say Luke Thomas is on about 35 grand. I can imagine going to Sheffield United, Leicester was still paying the majority of that, probably 80, 20 at best, I'd be honest with you. I cannot imagine. You know, I cannot imagine Sheffield United had the money to pay someone who's on 30, 40 grand on loan. I know he's gone to Sunderland now, so it's the same division. Sunderland, probably one of the better financially uh, affordable clubs in this division. That's no disrespect to it. I'm just thinking of the club size, the stature, how long they've been around and, and, and whatnot. But again, he's on loan there. That's, let's say it's half of that, probably 50-50 maybe. It sounds ridiculous because I've just said a Premier League club couldn't afford to pay half, but it's 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 weird how it works sometimes. Um, let's say, and then Iverson's probably on fifty grand because again you got to remember these guys would have been on the Premiership, so they when they'd have got their new contracts, Luke Thomas when he yeah. signed one, his his agent probably got him bonus. It's, it's a it's a risk as to whether we would have got that that much money, and you got to look at in my well, yeah. well I'm, I know as I say. It, it, 
we weren't we weren't going to we weren't going to have that much spare that I don't no, think we could have but, afforded. But also, but also, Chris, the wage bracket isn't done on considerable total outspend. It, it's its own separate thing. The club get a a total congestion of things, which is how much they're allowed to spend in the FFP. But the wage bracket itself is a set amount. Mm. So, so for me, surely when they got them three players off the books, well, there's still a week, a week, a half to go in the transfer window at that point, Chris. Surely at that point, somebody knew whether there was enough to offer the wages or not, which may be why the loan deal was in, because originally Leicester maybe thought, well, we can't quite afford it. But if you let us have us on loan, you're still basically, you know, unless we really screw it up, you're going to get your two million extra that you want, but you pay 10%, 15 20% of his wages will pay out. I don't know. But it doesn't make sense to me that you get to that point, Chris, them three players gone. And whether they cover the cost or not, how that hasn't been decided. That's still 10 days minimum they had to either ship do, do, else do out. We know, do we know if Inter Milan are changing the rules? Possibly. You know, they're a dodgy club. That they're, a diff- they're, they're notoriously a difficult club they to are. deal yeah. with. You know, and at, the end, at the end of the day, I remember, and we're talking a bigger scale, name here by by miles but i remember psg do you remember with the mbappe thing real madrid mm. six months left on his contract offered them a whopping 200 million and they still pissed them around to the point where real madrid said right either lose them on a free to us next next summer or you better get him signed up because you we're not paying you ridiculous money now i'm yeah. not saying by any chance no but in, it, it, it's the same principle yes yeah less might be going right yeah. you pick us around we'll take him yeah. for free at the end of the year because if he's so connected as it is this could be july the or june or whenever the summer transfer window opens the first thing you get from leicester is sensei's picked up on a free signing because he's built i mean we, we you know senses um sorry not sensei uh enzo's come out and said I want him. He's my one target. So Inter Milan immediately are in the driving seat because they think, he wants yeah. him. January is a fucking awful window anyway. If I'm totally honest with you, I, I, I don't agree with it at all. Uh, you know, you should just do with what you, you, you know, with the players that you've already got because uh, it is overinflated and you're only buying players that you don't really want half the time, and you need them because of an injury or or whatever. Um, and I just think maybe they've come and said, actually, if you're de- desperate for him, we want the money. We want the money up front because otherwise, any normal club would have said, yeah, "We're going to we're going to lose him for nothing." So give us two million now and what have you. But you know, let's have a look at, at the situation we're in. Summer, not the summer just gone, the summer before, we were warned by UEFA that if we got into the into Europe again, we might be thrown out because of FFP because we spent too much and we took advantage of COVID. We were given a lot of COVID um, leeway, uh, but that had come to an end. And they said, you've got to be really, really careful. And that was the reason, because we'd been in Europe twice. We'd finished fifth twice. There was no reason to suggest we weren't going to do it again. And they looked at that and went, shit, we don't want to get into Europe and then be told, you're not not playing in here anymore. Um, So we didn't go out and buy anybody. And of course, that led to the troubles that we had last season we only went and bought somebody last minute when Fafana <laughs> ah damn sorry <laughs> uh left and uh, uh, and what have you but over that point we hadn't bought anybody um so we've already been and we've been stung by FFP in this division championship before yeah so you know we we, we know we get done now 
they're suddenly clamping down on it as well the premier league you know they've done Nottingham forest they've done everton they may at some point decide that they're going to do man city who knows uh, man city i think have just got very expensive lawyers who will tie it up and by the time it's all sort of got to court we'll probably all be dead um so we have to be very very careful is there any point and this is the what you've got to balance it against for me brad if we go and buy Senzi and then win the league by nine points, yeah, from third yeah. place, and then they come along and go, you broke FFP rules, we did, we're docking you 10, and they drop us down into the playoffs and we lose the playoffs. Is that worth the gamble? I don't it's think it is. No, no, of course it's not. And, and, and look, if, if it if it ever if it ever does, which it probably won't do, Chris... But if it ever does come out, the reason why this transfer failed, and I know we may get some little insights from from maybe um, Rob, who, yeah. yeah, Rob, uh, Rob, and, and that who who do who do Jordan. the Midlands reporting for transfers and, and are fairly reliable in what the information they're given. Yeah. We might get a little bit of an insight, but are we ever? We're, we're never really going to know if, despite wheeling and dealing and everything we try to do and everything we try to move around, because. We had no interest in players. Maybe we, maybe you know, players that were happy to see out the contract, but we could potentially get rid of, like Pratt. I think that might have been a better way to read it. May have been a better way to come out and say, look, look, we got players who maybe don't want to go, but we need to move on. He could have maybe influenced the idea that someone like Pratt's kind of got to that point in in his contract was gone. I might as well say, run out. I'm happy to take me whatever a week. Try my hardest when I play, but essentially I'm going elsewhere in the summer, sort of thing. Um, but you don't know if Leicester tried and everything got word around, or if Interman were just stubborn little arseholes to, to get to the brunt of it. It's one or two ways, Chris, because I just do not see how how you can go red light, green light, unless you're watching Squid Game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Allow the player to, and I said this to you, let's allow the player. To go to his inter- go go to an airport, have Leicester now. Whether they did this recklessly, and this is something I think was a bit reckless in the, in the idea for Leicester, but it also makes me feel that this is into Milan's problem, not Leicester's. Why this didn't happen? They paid for him to fly out. Now, whether they private jetted him, they'd have paid for the fuel, the cost, and everything. Private jet, yeah, yeah. There, even if it was their own little jet that they have, they brought him in. They showed him round. He hop skipped and jumped into Enzo's lap practically and signed a contract ready to become a Leicester player. By the looks of things, was shopping around and pretty much having a whale of a time. And then all of a sudden, Inter Milan went, oh, actually. Because that's what it felt like, Chris, from, from several reports. They didn't say anything in detail, but they did turn around and basically went, actually, no, um, Inter aren't happy with the pay structure. I, I, and for me, that's when, for me, it went, hmm, why have we, it, what's caused us to leave it this late to oh, not have a back being Again, advocate on that point to you. Yeah. We got, it, we, it was transfer deadline day. Mm. Um, into, I think we're playing hard to get and dragging the heels a little bit. So what do Leicester do then? Do they say, well, actually, let's try and get this sorted. Then Inter come along and go, Yes, we'll, you know, you can have him. We'll agree to everything you've said. Oh, shit. You know, by the time he lands, it'll be quarter past 11. 
And so get him over, get him there ready. I mean, obviously, if this is the guy that's coming from um, Wolverhampton, and it's different. Do you know what I mean? You, you just say, oh, yeah, no, down no, the road. Yeah. So if he's, if he's in a private well, jet, so that if we can get it through, he's here. Because can you imagine? I mean, Scott's just said here, now, if we don't sign Senzi like we haven't and all of a sudden fall off the bandwagon and make playoffs, the backlash would be devastating. Whatever happens, if we don't get automatic, the backlash is going to be absolutely devastating, whether it was reason A, reason B, reason C. It's going to be devastating. Um, and like I say, I'm just playing devil's advocate as to why this might have happened. But I think that's probably why we got him over, so that he was there, and if we could get it through, he can sign it. You know, um, yeah. But oh, look, it, it hasn't happened. Um, uh, the Sun reports Enzo to quit Leicester. I know it's fake news, says Scott uh, Stewart. They said it was something to do with a loan agreement not being signed. You can't sign the loan agreement until everybody's agreed, and, and nobody had agreed for whatever reasons. Some of people say it, saying it was legal. Uh, was it down to the you know the fact that we're not in the EU now, so it's work permits. I don't know. Uh, everything usually, though, is signed subject to a work permit. But um, in regard to, to, to Enzo leaving, let's just get that elephant in the room out of the way. If Enzo quits over this, he's not going to last five minutes in football because he's going to no. come up to a lot worse than this with owners that are a lot worse than, than top. So if that if Enzo is quitting because of this, then he needs to grow a pair. And we're, to be honest with you, if he goes because of this, I'm glad to see him go. Because he, I don't think he, you know, he's got the balls to do the job. No, and, and do you know what this 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 is probably the biggest example of something I've always said, which is lazy journalism. Mm. This is lazy journalism, yeah. and I'll tell you for why, Chris. I'll use your expression, but I like it. I'll tell you for why this is lazy journalism, <laughs> right? Let let me do some simple journalistic maths for how they come up with a story like this, especially the scum. Right, and I'll call them that because even though I can sit there and read an article from them when it's about Leicester, they are the scum. Right, this is why this is what they've done with Matt. They've gone, Oh, disgruntled Leicester fans because of the way they play. Plus, Enzo saying if his style gets questions, he's got no trouble leaving. Plus, a transfer he really wanted not happened. That equals Enzo's going to resign. La, 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 Shit, 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 shit. That's the sun. It's the scum. It's what they do. The scum yeah. do it absolutely every time, mate. And at the end of the day, I want to touch on what Enzo said. First of all, fantastic support by the proper Leicester fans on Twitter, Facebook. He's got flooded with support for his style of play, getting us back to the Premiership. Loads of statistics that worked in his favour showing it. Love the support by fans. I hope he has seen them. And I think the second that interview would have been done, someone in the hierarchy or maybe even top himself would have contacted him going, we have no doubts over your tactics. And I mm. hope he's seen that the majority of us fans appreciate what he's doing here as a football club. It's an absolute scum-nothing thing for me. Let them report an absolute tosh because it's the only shred of crap journalism i've seen through it they've got they've done the maths basically and they've gone one plus one plus one equals seven yeah because they can't add up no no i agree i mean you know dave here um we'll just get the right uh thing enzo must be totally fed up now moaning fans board can't sort basic deals out but it feels like getting on the plane with senzi back to italy 
Um, I mean, you know, I mean, get wobble your head, Dave, in fairness. Uh, as, I, as I've just said, Stephen said it'd be a short career in football management if a few booze upsets him. Um, what is he had an extremely well paid job working out world class facilities with one of the best squads in the championship? On top of the fact that his employee is financially stable, give your head well, give your head a wobble, exactly saying the same thing here. Um, Craig Bourne, but the performance or the lack of the people running the club is shocking. Is it shocking? I think you could say the people that were running Everton were shocking, not the people that are running Leicester. Um, we've got, we've got Brad, a hundred million pound bloody training facility. Yeah. Now we have got that should be making us some very good. um, What's what I'm looking for? Some very good um, youth players coming through. We've got Baybrook. We've got Alvis. I mean, Scott's always shouting about, let's get Baybrook, let's get Alvis in. Um, I can't get the right bloody thing here. Um, So, do we need to buy Sensi if we've got Alvis and Braybrook in the wings that not so long ago uh, Enzo was creaming over? Well, I, I think you you always always wish to have a, a, a natural balance of squad. And what I mean by that is you could also put uh, Rikerty in there, isn't he? Because he came yeah. on the midfield. I'm going to call him Rikerty until someone tells me how to pronounce it properly and I can hear how they're pronouncing it. You've also got Nelson. I know he's a defender, but again, that's a, a Brandon cover. So that, that's 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 another three you add to it. So do you need it looking at it on that basis? You'd say no. But what you need with any team, right? Unless you're going to go back to the ninety three, ninety four, where you you know the infamous words you never win anything with kids got proven wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> by a certain Manchester United. You know, yeah. but you still need that experienced head. That 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 even that United team wasn't without some experienced brains for these youngsters to pick, and someone of Sensei's caliber over the January window. It might have been, it would have been an added bonus one way or another, Chris. A, you've got a talented player to put on the pitch, but you've got someone where they can say the youngsters or pick his brains because they know his career he's got and his experience. I mean, he he would have played. It's it's a bit like a Cambiasso, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. That that, that was key to our survival, Cambiasso, because his brain was in the dressing room as well as his ability on the football pitch. I exactly know what I was saying, Scott. You know, look. I think Senzi, Senzi would have been that nice addition. Uh, but why spend any millions of pounds? And I can't believe we're going, oh, it's only two million. Bloody hell, only two million. I wish I'd got only two million. Only two million to potentially get a 10-point deduction. You know what I mean, Chris? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But when you know, why spend any money when you've got the, 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 the players like Nelson, McAteer, Alvis, Baybrook, a hundred million quid we spent on that fucking building, uh, swimming pool, golf course, you know, training facility, hotel. Um, let's see what it can produce because we know it's produced some bloody good players so far. And Alvis and Braybrook, everybody, including Enzo, has been going mad about them. Let's give them a chance. And let's not forget, we're going to get Indeedy back in April. You know, yeah. so it's only a short term thing. Uh, and if we go back up, Indeedy, I think we'll want to come up. And then where I'm looking at it, and I'd like to look your 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 thoughts on this. The other clubs have been going out and they haven't spent an awful lot. There's a hundred million pounds spent in this transfer window. Like this January transfer window 2023 
it was 815 million we are we have spent as a as a as, as a country 715 million pounds less on transfers that's because of ffp yeah i mean it's a good thing football, yes, no, no, it is totally so it's not just us you know chelsea no. haven't really signed anybody they haven't even trying to get players out which makes you wonder why they brought cassidy back um but look you know kaifa moore's gone back to ipswich um Leeds have signed somebody, but they're playing catch up. Yeah, we're they... there. We're saying we're, we're ten points ahead of everybody. Come and get us. We don't need anybody because this team has got us where we are. So you lot are playing catch up. We don't actually need anybody. That's another way of looking at it. No, you're right. And again, that goes back to what we said at the start. Our squad in depth, in 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 ability wise, and 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 in numbers, you know, with if you especially if you include the up and coming breakthrough youth players that we're seeing this season uh the, 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 there's no there's not a there's not a panic out there there was it, it, i was saying at a stretch we maybe needed cover for Mavadidi, but all Brighton's come on a pitch and Bruce just proved yeah. that he can still pinpoint a ball and do a job. So I'm, I'm again, I'm still not overly worried about that. That was probably the position, the position I thought we needed to strengthen if we was going to strengthen in January. Obviously, we we ultimately haven't failed. And again, another thing, if he is so high on Enzo's priority and Sensei is as keen as he seemed to want to join Leicester, then Inter Milan are going to shoot themselves in the foot over two and a half million if it's their fault, because if Leicester get promoted, that will help. If certain players' contracts come to an end and aren't renewed, that will help. And Sensei will be the first player through the door come June 15th or whenever the transfer window opens. So, you're very right, Chris. Leicester are in a very healthy position, not just in the league form, but with the quality of their squad and the quality and the amount they have in their depth squad. You know, yeah. And, and Chris, that's about the seven or eight youth players that you've mentioned. Yeah, you know, saying that. Yeah, I mean, look, there's 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 a lot goes into a transfer. You've got the buying club, you've got the selling club, you've got the the. The Italian league and the English league, you've got to stick to their rules. You've got the employment laws to stick to. And at the end of the day, you've also got Senzi. Now, Senzi may have come over. He's not getting any game time in Italy at all. So he's getting no sort of, well, he's getting three games. But his, 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 his game bonus is going to be absolutely shite. Um, now, he wow. may have come over and said, and we won't know. You know, you can say, well, this paper said this, this paper said that. We don't know why. We will, And it, we may, like you said right at the start, we may never know. But it could have been Senzi saying, well, if we go up, I want to be on this much. Unless they might have gone like, really? You're mm. joking me. Um, and he may have said, well, yeah, and even if I'm injured, I want to get this. And and yeah. So there's a lot that goes into these things. So you only need one of those to break down That's and it comes the whole thing up. Yeah, very true. You've seen it throughout time. Sometimes the clubs agree things, but they can't get the personal terms over the lines. Yes. I would, however, say that with the consistency of the reports, I don't think personal terms are an issue. I think they were decided weeks ago between the club and the player, and that would have taken into account. Sensei, like Inter Milan, when Leicester originally went in for the loan offer with the perspective of paying £2 million should we get promoted, both of the player and the club would have looked at the league table and gone, yeah, fairly confident we're going to see that money. And Sensei would have gone, yeah, fairly confident if I asked for a 10% drop 
20% or whatever wage increase for promotion, it's going to happen. So I'm happy to take the pay that they're offering me. And Inter Milan were, then they weren't, then they were, then they weren't. And, and just to top up on FFP, Chris, uh, just to, a little last minute touch on that, just to make people really clear of how frightened of FFP clubs are, Newcastle United, Saudi Arabia bought billions of pounds in the bank. Didn't, didn't, I don't know if, maybe they did, but as far as I'm aware, I've made no acquisitions throughout the window. And what was Eddie Howe's reason for it? We've got to follow by FFP. We mm. need to sell before we can buy. The richest club in the Premier League, guys, didn't or did very little transfer business and we're moaning about the fact that we couldn't get a £2.5 million deal in when yeah. bad spending has already seen 10 points deducted from one Premier League side this season. And I don't know if the Nottingham Forest charge has gone anywhere or is going anywhere, but, the, you know, the, Everton are up for a further charge and so, and, and so are Forest. So the richest club in the world couldn't spend a lot or any money this window. When they, when they came in... Two and I mean, in fairness, whatever you say about Mike Ashley, he left them in a pretty decent position financially. You know, they weren't anywhere near any problems. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't do an awful lot else for them. But look, you know, the and, and the Saudis came in and went, Yeah, we can go and get you Messi. Yeah, we can go and get you Ronaldo. How do you fancy them two playing for your team? But you again, FFP is gonna go completely out the window. And then any, you know, they could they could get into the Champions League by eight points and be ducted twenty. It it's it is, and that that's why, like I say, seven hundred and fifteen million pound less was spent because everybody's thinking, ooh, FFP. Uh, I just want to go through again some some comments here. And um, this is I put this up. Leicester weakened Asensio Marquesa decisions evoke chaos. Um, this was in the uh, in the Leicester Mercury, so they've obviously copied it from somewhere. Uh, as John says there, got to forget this transfer debacle and move on. Enzo's not had a good week, but that's football, especially Leicester, so let's concentrate on Stoke and another three points. Uh, Eddie Bland, who, who likes to sort of uh, stir the pot, shall we say, but Eddie says, I think he'll walk. The board have clearly not been straight with him. Uh, I don't think he will, but they absolutely owe him an apology. Do they owe him an apology? It's work. Grow up, everybody. You know, and a lot, I was dropped in it quite a few times by bosses over the years. I'm 62. I've had it, it happened to me a couple of times. I don't think I've ever had one apology. Um, Martin basically sums it up best there. More bollocks from the Nottingham reporters. Um, uh, mass hysteria, says Lee. This really was what we had to sell before we could bring somebody in. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all it's all been fueling, um, you know, the, the, the social media... Um, Fire, if you like. Um, is it really? I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people, uh, and you saw that I, I put this up right at the start. Uh, and obviously, I I, I I put those two people up there to, to cause a little bit of interest. But Susan Whelan, John Rudkin. Everybody's blaming John, John Rudkin's this. He's never made a good signing at Vardy, um, Kante. Uh, no, he's not made any good signings, has he? Uh, has he Fatou, Fatou, at gone. Yeah, he's not going to get it right, and the club's not going to get it right every single time. 
No, and, and what I watched the other day, uh, I'm going to call you Lee then, Brad. I watched Manchester United, th- uh, well, Leicester City 5, Manchester United 3. Yeah. Do you remember Angle de Maria? He scored that superb second goal where he chipped it over. Yeah. He was gone before the end of the season, wasn't he? Yeah, because he was shot. Because they made a mistake in buying him. Every club yeah. does it. And how many goalkeepers have Man United gone through in, under Ferguson that were absolutely rubbish? Yeah. And he, you know, Asanya, whatever he's called, wherever he is at. He, yeah. The clubs make mistakes, but he's a scapegoat. And if John Rudkin was that bad at his job, he would have gone when one of the previous managers had gone. Absolutely. So I just noticed on the road's uh, comment, it's an Udi, mate. I'm not warm. I've just got nothing underneath, and no one wants to see my horrible airy chest. No one wants to see that at Sky for Life. No, and, and, and again, I've always made this point as frustrating as it is sometimes when a deal doesn't happen, or we, or, or we, um, or we sign a player that doesn't work out. We, we could, we could sit here, we could sit until next January discussing transfers that worked, transfers that yeah. didn't. You know, we could sit here till we're blue in the face talking about it. But, you, you know, here, here's, here's the one thing that really grinds my gears. It get, you know, gets 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 me riled up, boils my piddle, as, as some people would say. Whatever euphemism you want to use for it, it annoys me, essentially, is what I'm trying to say. Is, like you said, Chris, when it doesn't work, what do you see? Rooking out, rooking out, wheeling out, rooking yeah. out. Speak about them, 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 them. But when, when, we, when we sign a N'Golo Kante, and when we sign a um, Riyad Mahrez, and when we sign a Anzu Fatou, with a great loan deal, by the way, sorry, but I don't care whether it's 60%, whether it's yeah. promotion, it does hit, whatever the circumstances is loan, we're going to get that kid for 19 million. Brilliant bit of business. But do you know who gets the credit for that? And, and, they, and, and again, I'm not saying they don't deserve some of share of the credit, these people, before anyone gets me here. Oh, that's great work by our scouting system. That's great work by Enzo. He's clearly brought a gem there. Oh, we, yeah, yeah, Enzo's amazing. Our backroom stuff are amazing. Rudkin sat him down. Rudkin negotiated a loan deal. No, Rudkin got the stipulations. And Su- Susan Whelan and Rudkin both worked. You know, isn't Enzo sat there with, with, with bloody Harry Potter, imagine he's waving his magic wand to get these deals done with his scouting. They don't attend the bloody meetings. All right, Enzo might be there for, for facing and to convince yeah. the player in the sign of the contract. But it's Rudkin that's getting the money and organising these loan deals and figuring it out. And, 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 and this is the genius you're forgetting, right? With Rudkin and Susan Whelan, which you've got to give them big credit for, right, Chris? That 19 million... Leicester don't have right now because if they had it, and Sensei would be a Leicester player, right? He'd be he'd just be a Leicester player. There wouldn't there wouldn't be no far arse around. Leicester would pay, would have paid it. Leicester are taking a calculated risk, and what I mean by that is, we if we were to balls this up completely, Chris, we'd get a parachute payment, which would mean that all right, maybe we wouldn't get Fatawood because we, we wouldn't match his loan agreement. But if it was 60% thing, which is the other half, I think that might be at gun. Let's, so let's just say it's one of them two. The parachute payment would still allow us to pay that 19 million for him, if that was the case. Furthermore, John Rudkin and Whelan have had to make that these two loan deals work on a worst-case scenario and a best-case scenario. Best-case scenario, Leicester get promoted, the money they earn from promotion and releasing of players more than doesn't even touch the, you know, 
soon all of a sudden that Fatawa deal, Fatawa deal barely touches the barrel of money we've got. And if they aren't to go up, and Leicester are reliant on parachute payments, yes, they'll use the bulk of it, but they'll still have that money without breaching any rules to bring in Fatawa and that gun. And, and that, for me, is the job that people don't understand that these two do at the highest level. It's why they get paid what they get paid to do, Chris. If any, cl- And they're working, Whelan and... And yeah, I've blamed them in the past. We do... When, when we don't think about things and we just want somebody to blame, but they're working with the parameters as well. You know, Susan Whelan can't go out and say, well, I'm going to spend um, £30 million on this player when Top said, well, you've only got 25 to spend. She can't do that. She's got to do what she is told, you know. I mean, Rene, at this stage, we need to be sat to Rudkin, in your opinion. Your opinion, I don't agree with it. Uh, Rudkin missed out to sign Luckman. No, did absolutely. he? No. no, we didn't have 15 million, Rene. No. We didn't have 15 million. Money, you know. Uh, uh, again, I'll reiterate this. Rogers said in no uncertain circumstances without actually naming him, when he was asked about this when the window closed, he came out and, and rightly threw, I think, threw some punches back and threw the owners under the bus and that. And when I turned round, I went away with the indication I had a bit of money to spend. Mm. I put forward the, the, the top priority target I wanted. He was supposed to cost me 14, 15 million to play around with to get him in. I came back and then got told we had no money. So mm. Rutkin didn't do it. Rutkin doesn't have the 100 million training ground centre in his name. The owners do. Unless you're Chelsea, who has the final say on a, whether a play, whether that player is wanted by the club or not. Surely okay. it's the manager. Yeah, uh, yeah, because, yeah. Because there's no point in going out and buying, you know, Luke Thomas or Christensen if Enzo's going, yeah, but they were, it's, like, it's like the England job, isn't it? Oh, you're not picking this player. Well, that player, as good as he is for his club, he plays in a 4-4-2. The England manager's playing 3-5-2 or whatever. So you can't just pick players um, for, you know, because of what they are. So let's say we bought Senzi and he was brilliant. Everybody be going, Enzo knows his stuff, doesn't he? Well, he's clever, Enzo, isn't exactly. he? Exactly. If we signed Senzi and he was another um, Slomani, everybody would have been going, bloody Rudkin, he can't do this, he can't do that. I'm sorry, it was still the same guy that wanted him. It was still Enzo that wanted him. It's not Rudkin that go that, that says, well, he's not good enough. You know, the manager, any club that is going to be run properly, and that's why I excluded Chelsea, uh, the manager should have the final, well, will have the final say on what players come in. If they're not, then that club's going to Yeah, I, I, I can tell you this now, Chris. Some clubs allow their directors of football to do all the contract negotiations. The managers don't even get involved. And I can tell you that now. And again, I know it's a computer game. I know. But they have to have that. Because of licensing agreements and the way they do things, they legally have to have all the information ready on how a club is on a basic run, right? Mm-hmm. And you have an option. If you ever play a football manager game or an, a, a, an LMA manager, if you're an old PS. Uh, PS guy that used to play them sort of ones, right? You know you have an option to delegate all transfer and contract options to your director of football. And a lot of clubs will use that. And that's what Rookin basically does. He's mm. the one that sits down with a player. So uh, I'm going to let you 
give your answer to Gray's question about why yeah. we got him over there. Yeah, I was I that one from Gray. But, you know, and, and you're right. Let, let's take one of the biggest flops we've had signing in recent history. Islam Samani. Let me tell you how this would have gone, Chris. Let, let, I'm going to give you a great privilege here, Chris. You're going to be Claudio Ranieri, right? And what you have told me, and I'll be, I'll be the evil snake. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the pantomime villain. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I'll, I'll be John Rudkin. I've got the glasses, so I might as well be John Rudkin for this role. You just tell me, Chris. You say to me, John, I want you to sign me Islam, Islam Samani. From the options of strikers you give me, I want Islam Samani. So just let's, let's role play for everybody here. Just, just tell me that, Chris. All right, Ranieri. Three strikers I'll give you. Which one of them are you wanting to get? I, I love Slomani. I mean, you know, he, he's Lion of Porto. Let, let, let's get Slomani in. Okay. I'll, I'll get in contact with, uh, with 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 his representatives representatives, and I'll get back to you. Da, 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 da. Thanks, right. Got some good news for you. He's You're interested. a good man. I knew yeah. I could trust you. I know. The player is interested in coming to us. Right, but Sporting want thirty million. Here's the thing: we have fifty million to spend this transfer window. Is that something you really want to be paying, or do you want me to try and get a lower price for you and do something my end, or are you happy to pay their asking price because they're asking thirty million for him? I just don't know how long Vardy's got in his legs, so let's go and buy him. Okay, you want to get it all the way done. You're willing to meet their demands. Brilliant. So you're sure you want to spend 30, 30 million? Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. Brilliant. Okay, I'll come back to you a few hours later. Okay, we've got the agreed price. He wants 140 million in wages. Are we willing to pay him 140 million in, in, in wages? I, I mean, if we can afford it, let, let's do it. I think he's worth it. Okay, I'll tell you this much: we can pay if we pay him 120. We might still be able to get Adrian Silver for a door. Do you want me to try and negotiate it down to that, or do you want to go full steam ahead with, with, with? With Slomani, yeah. Do you want me to work with magic and try and get him down? So, yeah, can you can work your magic, okay? So, you're still willing to pay him 120 million. I'll throw in some bonuses. Is that all right with you? Yeah, yeah, few hours later, bang. Hey, our mate, he's here. You are Mr. Mr. Slomani. Here's Ranieri, Ranieri Slomani. Here's his contract. He's happy to sign these terms. He's happy to sign it, Ranieri. If you're happy. I'll sign the papers and we'll get it processed and get him in the club. And, and can I just say, you, you that time that you've spent doing that, it's meant I've been able to play, be on the training pitch with the players I've got, um, doing some proper training. Other, you know, not not. So thank you for doing all that work. I'm happy to sign. Yeah, no worries, great. I'll get in. I'll get in charge with uh, 
with 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 our representatives and let Sky know they can announce it as a deal done. We'll get him. We'll get him in the training ground. We'll get a few pictures taken. Give me give give me an hour tops, and he'll be he'll be announced as a new player, and you can do what you need to. Jobs are good and well done, sir. There you go, and that's how it goes. The rest of it's formalities. It goes through the the, the process, goes through the clubs, the finances are double checked, triple checked. The owner kind of eventually signs off on the deal that's been agreed by the player, the manager, and the clubs. And that's how transfers work, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. That's exactly how this would have been negotiated throughout it. That's the job he does. Yeah. He doesn't decide that Leicester are going to pay thirty million for Samani. He doesn't decide that Somali's worth one hundred and twenty million for one hundred and twenty grand a week. Or I'm not saying he was on that. But it was just easy for my head. You know yeah. what I mean? That's how transfers work. There's a communication. There's a there's an asking. There's a there's a variable. And if and if the manager is that insistent on getting his player in, that's what he's willing to pay. That's what he's willing to pay. If Inter said to us, "We want five million." And Enzo went, I'm not willing to pay that. Mm. Then we wouldn't have paid it. It wasn't that. We had a price. We just couldn't get the fundage together. But who, I mean, who would you blame for... All right, it, it's proving that it's working now. But who would you have blamed for signing Vestergaard? Was that Rudkin? Was he the one that was knocking on, you know, top store saying, we need to sign Vestergaard? We need to sign Vestergaard? Well, no, I, think, Rogers. I think... I think the press conference that happened after his silence tells you whose fault that was because um <laughs> because mm. because uh was it Rob Dorset Tehran said why have you brought a defender that doesn't fit yes. the system? Yes. Yeah. I think I think Rudkin and that would have asked the questions like, Are you sure? Because it's yours. Yeah, they wouldn't have questioned him in the sense because he's the manager of the gun. Are you sure yeah. that's what I'm saying is it wasn't Rudkin didn't go out and say Oh no, no, it would have been Stunkans. It would have always yeah. been Rudkin's yeah. fault. It was it was Rudkin's fault. Little Ant that's in, little Ant that's in. Um Chris and Brad role playing was not my expected lunchtime viewing. You know you love it. You know a lot you love a little bit of man on man ant. Don't you deny it? Um, look, you've scared uh, you've scared Brad away now. Uh, Gray says Porto ain't the premise a different style. So it wasn't true. Yeah, don't take us literally. When we say these things, we're just using these as examples. Uh, I do want to come back to the point. I think that Brad was going, um, which was said before, which was again Gray's. Why go ahead with the medicals, etc., when you haven't been given the go ahead? Common sense tells you no deal will happen. Where is yours, Chris? We were. Thank you. Thank you. Go go and make yourself a brew, mate. Come back in 15. Um, look, look, I thought we'd covered this, but I'll go through it for you again, Gray. I mean, um, I, I want that player. Inter were happy for us to have that player, and he wanted to come, allegedly. Do we leave it until everything's agreed? And it's on the final day, and he's in Italy. And we say, yeah, we're all going to go ahead, get him on a plane. Uh, a window shuts at 11. What time is it? Oh, shit, it's half nine. Well, we're not going to get him here in time. Oh, shit, we didn't think about that. Everybody's going like, well, that's looking stupid, isn't it? Eh? What is he? You don't know what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. Why didn't you fly we'll him? Do <laughs> we'll do instead. We'll get him over here. We'll get it. So all we need to do... Is just sign it. That's what happened with Canon because Canon, everything had gone through, the paperwork had gone through. It literally was just that final signature, which we were allowed to do after 11. That makes sense. You get everything prepared. How often do you go into a meeting? And I've gone into loads of meetings with my, you know, as a manager, 
and I've gone to my manager and said, I want to do this. And then he starts asking me a load of questions. And I go, oh, oh, I don't know. Uh, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. You go in and you go, right, here's what I've got planned. I want to do this and I will do this and it will pay for itself by doing this. And I want this person to come over and join my team. You get everything ready so that a decision can be made when it needs to be made. That's why and, and, and I'd have been more annoyed if we'd agreed to sign and we'd run out of time. If we'd had a silver part two, that would have pissed me off even more. Yeah, and, and and another thing, Chris, it's all well and good, these people. And I see Ant's little essays there, his little books he's writing, and I will keep referring to the, the word little when it comes to a ant. A ant. Uh, <laughs> we got two answers to the prediction league. It's not an insult, I'm, honestly. At the end of the day, I get what people are saying. Yes, he wanted him. One don't get. You know, one doesn't equal you get, right? And, and again... We have to go back to the, the sorry tale and the sorry realization that football is no longer just a sport. It is a, it is a, an enterprise. It is a business. It is a. It's it's no longer just about the the, the love of the game, and that's sad. And don't you dare, Scott, time him out, time Scott out. I am not having that. No, you don't call me that name. That is blasphemy, Scott. You're in my naughty box. You're on. You're getting a lump of coal this this year for Christmas. <laughs> no need for that. People saying, "Oh, end of the day, you should have got him in, got him out." Okay, here's the thing, right? Like you said, Chris, in business, let's say you come up with this ingenious idea, right? The best way to expand the business for what you feel is the the cheapest, the, the you know the cheapest way to do so, and a manager goes to you. That sounds like a cracking idea. I like the idea. However, we're really tight for funds. We're not turning over enough profit in this. We're struggling for a bit of profit due to COVID. La, da, 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 da. We can't afford to really spend that money. But let me see what I can do. If you can move some things around your mm -hmm. end, it may unfortunately mean you have to get rid of a few members of staff. But if you can find a way to work and work efficiently, then do what needs to be done. And I will do my best to send yeah. get it done. And we'll let you know by the end of the month. And come the end of the month, you have another sit-down meeting. And he goes, look, unfortunately, as good as your idea is, it's going to be have to something we do later on in, in down the line um, because we just haven't been able to work the finances. Banks have made it difficult. They were for it. Then something flagged up, so they changed their mind. Then we came back at them with this, and it still wasn't enough. Oh, whatever the reason, blah, 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 it doesn't happen. That is essentially what's happened with this transfer window. They mm. were agreeing, then they changed their mind, then they probably got greedy and thought, well, what if Leicester do fluff the playoffs? Well, yeah. well, fluff it. We don't get two million. We really need and want that two million. So then Leicester tried to maybe find that two million funds, didn't, and that's all that's happened essentially. Yeah. That, that is it. Sometimes you really want. It should have been done at the beginning of January. Yes, it should. But if it was possible to, do you not think it would have been? Exactly. You know, don't, you don't think Rudkin and Whelan and Tops all sat there with Enzo and went, you know what, Enzo? We've got this in the bag. But i tell you what we're going to do. We're going to leave it until an hour before deadline and then we'll do it, eh? Well, that'd be good, wouldn't it? I'll keep the fans on the no. tail. I mean, come on, Gray. Love you to bits. <laughs> if it could have been... I, I, I wanted to do... I, I went where I worked. Uh, I was working for the Bournemouth Echo, but I was actually covering the Weymouth area. So cool. I had 
I had Bournemouth bosses and I had Weymouth bosses. Um, Bournemouth bosses I saw every day. Weymouth I, I, I hardly ever saw. I wanted to go um, with my with with uh, with my colleague who looked after that area, and I wanted to do a special feature based on the Monopoly board game, but with enough tweaks. You could tell it was Monopoly, but without using chance or, you know, and all the things that they use. Um, so I spoke to, uh, and you've got to clear it by the editor. So I spoke to the editor at Bournemouth and he went, yeah, we've done that before. I have no problem with that whatsoever. And I spent, uh, I think a week it is, preparing it all, getting all the images done, how it would look, etc. Sent it off to Weymouth and their editor went, not having that in my paper. And it was just that one link in the whole thing that that brought it down you know uh, and that's, <laughs> there's a lot of links in here and we've just got to stop rudkin is a scapegoat he must read these things and he must go like hey because top likes me top trusts me top knows what i'm doing he's paying me my wages every time you know and uh where we where were you lot when i got canty where were you lot when i signed vardy where in a and it's true, Mares. Who got Mares and agreed that deal? Uh, and with Jack Harrison, in fairness, Scott, that was Leeds calling him back. Yeah, because he signed. If it he had actually been. signed for us essentially the pre. Well, he hadn't obviously signed because that that would have oh, made. Sorry, I should have put that one up. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Oh, um. someone, <laughs> someone kick him out. Someone ban him. Enzo <laughs> wanted him, so it should have been done earlier. I go back to my. If it could have been, it would have been. Hey, Chris, tag me, tag me, in, Chris. Go on, give me a WWE style tag. Give me a, give me a tag over here. Go on, let me have this one about that. Like, uh, what do you wish? Uh, 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 that worked. There we go. I'm in. I'm in the ring. I've just, we, we got it. It was crap, but it worked. All right, we'll, we'll work <laughs> on it. It's not life. I edit it out, right? Okay, then I will take people's minds back six months. Yeah, yeah. I know where you're going with this, and I'm glad you are. Everybody's going, oh, well, if we wanted him in, should have got him straight through the door. Didn't we do that in the summer? Mm. Madison wanted out, and we got rid of him quickly. We got the deal done with Tottenham. Harvey Barnes wanted to move on. Okay, fair enough. Want to move on? Out you go. He got the deal done quick. Now, again, people might say, well, we needed to to get rid of him, but they were two players that we had the most value in the squad, holding the most value in the squad and wanted to go. So we got rid of him quickly. Right. What I need is I, I want a inverted wing back. Okay. I want Doyle. Okay. Get him. You've got the money. You can get him now. You've got, you've got rid of the, you've done what you need. You've done your part. Now here's what you can do. do here's what you have to do with what you need to do with. Got Doyle in. Got Castell in alone. Got Atgun in alone. Got Fatu in alone. Now, mm. some of the deals may have taken about a week and a half or so long, but they got through the door pretty quickly. Yes, they did. That, they did. That's what I'm on about. We were not sat there on no. deadline day waiting on three players to come through the door and tying them up too much. could have possibly got more for Madison and Barnes, but that would have meant holding on and that would have meant not yeah. bringing players in as quickly. For the sake of what, what, what could have collectively been about... And I don't think we'd have got much more for them, Chris. Mm. And the majority of that, to be, with the greatest respect to him, would have been a Madison deal. But what happened? Leicester probably could have pushed for an extra £10 million and went, actually, you know, we'll pay you £10 million for Winks. Yeah. We, we, so we, we, we sold him for 40 because we know what Tottenham and Daniel Levy are like. And we basically went... Give us 40 and we'll give you 10 change. 
tell you what though when you look at when you go back and look at it castagna was 15 which is probably about right for a relegated player we played 19 for um for maguire didn't we but yes. 40 million for two all right one's you know they're both on the brink of, of england but 80 million for two players that have just been relegated bloody good business really I'm, i have yeah. a feeling john rudkin would have looked at that i went for fuck's sake top sign that and get you know to get that money um, yeah, exactly and again and so i don't think it's been left in the shadow as badly as as maybe rogers was i think maybe there was a hope that they'd done enough their end to get the funds together because clearly they, they, they felt enough to do it but that's what i mean compare the two windows and it looks like a disaster if you think the way it happened and the way he was told he was told okay i want what do you want enzo how are you with the squad Mm. Fairly happy with the squad. I've convinced a load of players that I want to sit that that look good to stay, and I've got a couple of players that will stay, but realistically are too good to be playing in the championship and want to move actively themselves. I want to get six positions sold, uh, yeah. backed up or or signed. Okay, if you want to do that, depending on who you want to buy, you're going to need to raise X amount of funds and mm. open up X amount of wage bracket. Bam, bam, bam. Thank you, man. It, it felt like in the space of four weeks, Chris, we got players out and in, and it was no, it was paradise. It was and I think maybe that off the trick delusion in people's mind that January was going to be the same, that Leicester were going to go, oh, okay, we've still got a bit of room. Okay, Thomas, you go, you go, you go, out on loan, easy in, sensei in, maybe enough one in, happy days. We're going to do two signings and get some players out of the box. It's easy pickings. No, Leicester went, oh, we're close. Get rid of players, and then mm. we got to about here, and that is the room w wiggle room we essentially had to bring in one sodding player. Over over thirty one days, we negotiated the wiggle room of that from that that we had in the summer. We had to do a lot of that to get it back up to that. You know what I mean, Chris? Yeah. People seem yes. to forget we balanced that straight back out with the acquisitions we made. Um. I'm just looking here where I wrote. Um... All right, here we go. 9th of January, I write, as you know, for uh, the BBC uh, every Tuesday. It's a thing called Fans Voice, and you can find it at bbc.co.uk forward slash. And I can't see if you're doing it or not, so I presume you are, Brad. Forward slash LCFC. And this is what I wrote on my Tuesday, on the 9th of January. So the January transfer window is now open, and to quote a well-known song, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Um, the main criteria for any January transfer signing should be, are they any better than what we have? Um, so I've, and I ended this with, and these were my exact words, because I'm reading it now, which is why I can't see what you're doing on screen. You could be sticking two fingers up at me, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so I ended it with, so if Leicester don't sign anyone this window, and I'm sure Enzo... Uh, won't want to uh, needlessly disrupt the team. I, for one, won't be crying. And I go back to that and I say, James, and back, by the way, I say uh, to James there, you know, we all, as well, we all have favourite players. I think Suta is a good squad member. But, you know, if he's not in Enzo's plans 
Enzo has come out and said, oh, I'm not going to get rid of anybody if they don't want to go. He's got to take a bit of blame for it as well, Enzo. Just because he's got us where he is, he's doing his job. The sun does not shine out of his arse. Every time he bends over, the sun doesn't come out. But I'm trusting him because he's saying, I like Sutar. I think he's not let us down when he's come in. And I think he'd be a good squad player. But obviously Enzo doesn't rate him. So Enzo wants him out. That's fine. Enzo is the manager. So if he doesn't rate him, why didn't he do something with Sutar in December so that the start of January, before he disappeared off to the Asia Cup, we could have signed some, you know, we could have sold him and got that money in. So he has to take his, he, Enzo has to take his fair share. But like I say, I don't know if you agree with me. I can say, for me, if we didn't sign anybody, I wasn't going to cry. No, I wasn't. I, I actually pretty much said, I know I said it to you, a couple of times, I may have said, um, I may have said on on stream a couple of occasions, this January isn't of interest to Leicester. There's no need to go yeah. out and, and, and sign it. And I don't know we we did a few rumbles and and that um, you know when we did you know when when we were doing some transfer shows. But I I even said to you at the time, I don't expect us to do many of them because I just didn't see a necessary need. To, to 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 get it done. Um, very true, Scott. By the way, that was and, more exciting than any football news. And, and although there was only a few little rumbles about Sutar going, it was Leicester that actually turned around and said, "No, we need him. He's not going anywhere." Mm. Enzo still sees, and that's what I do like. Enzo is a very passionate man, and 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 I'm going to kind of try and calm the nerves a little bit from the fallout of these game here by saying that you have to remember with these foreign managers and 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 it is notoriously the italians they're a little bit fiery and passionate i and, and i know he's not italian but one of these names i'm going to include in here but jose Mourinho, pellegrini Roberto Mancini, Antonio Conte, three Italians and a Portuguese. Sounds like a start to a really bad or very... Uh, like a law firm. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a really uh, bad joke that I'm about to tell. Or a potential yeah. Walked into a bar, one of them said, ouch. Yeah, but yeah. All, of, all four of them have had heated moments where they've come out and said something either about the players, mm. the club or the fan base, where they basically said, if they don't like it, they can lump it, or if they don't like it, I'll leave. And it's just, sometimes, these Italianos, eh, they get a bit of fiery. You've got to <laughs> let them go with a pinch of salt. Eh? You've yeah. got to let it go. I think Enzo was basically saying, look, if you don't like it, and it gets to a point where you really don't like it, and I get told that the people that pay my wages really don't like it, and the players say they really don't like it, I'll go. And you've got to remember, these... The, these foreign managers have a lot more spice and a lot more guts, I will say, than the English managers to say exactly what's on their mind sometimes. Whether he said it right or wrong, I don't know, but that goes with the the yeah. the, the, the deal, uh, you know, with the with the deal as well. And, and total football, I agree with and, what you and I um, said and, last night. It's well, frustrating, but we will be okay. But understand Enzo not being happy. I understand him not being happy, but Enzo also has to learn. He was at Palmer for 12 weeks. So that was that was almost, if you like, uh, he was covering for maternity leave. I mean, that was the equivalent of him doing that job. Palmer was pregnant. <laughs> yeah, no. But this is his this is his first 
serious manager's job. So he's learning. So he's going to go out and he's going to think, look, I'm 10 points clear and I can say this and I can ask for that. And if they don't like it, they're, they're going to be scared of losing it. He's learning as well. So I understand him not being happy. Of course I am. But he is going to have to learn that this, this, this is football. Now, Scott says you're still laughing at pregnant um, maternity leave, aren't you? Um, um, I'm also laughing at one of Scott's comments because I remember the show well. Oh, I, I haven't got down to that one yet. I just uh, want to yeah, cover no. this one. So would you say Ward is a good squad player, Chris, or wasted funds? He's a good squad player. And I know everybody's going to give, oh, it's Ward, blah, blah, blah. How many times did he let us down when he was understudy to Casper? And I know he only played cup games because Casper was amazingly never got injured. You know, uh, when he when he was dropped into the Premier League squad, he had never well he played one Premier League game at the end of the season before. So I'm sorry, you're not I'm not saying he's a waste of money at all. No, because he did his job. And when he was pulled into this team to try and um replace Casper. The three or four players in front of him were totally and utterly shit. You'd got a Marty as our main left centre-back. So, you know, you could have had Gordon Banks, Peter Shilton, Peter Bonetti and, and Barter, whoever you wanted. You could have had 10 in goal and we'd have still been losing six odds to Tottenham. So, no, Ward is not wasted funds because he's, he's been all right for us when we needed him and a good penalty stopper in, in, in the Cup games as well. Um it's obviously clearly more valued to be kept around than Iverson as well, because Iverson went straight out on loan pretty much once 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 Enzo, Enzo had a clear sight on exactly how many players or how much of the players' wages he needed out, because he looked at, you know, wards on more than Iverson, yeah. and he obviously went, okay, taking that aside, Iverson can go out on loan, Ward can be my new in case of emergency break. Yeah. That's you know what? If you told me, Chris, Hamadson got an injury and Iverson went out and Iverson, I just could say, and Stelarchik was out with the flu and we needed Ward to play on on Saturday for us, I would be more than content with Danny Ward being yeah. a goalkeeper. Yeah. I would not be, yeah. Because it's at his level. I yeah. think yeah. If, we was, if we'd have stayed up last season, Chris, I guarantee you we'd have sold him to a championship club. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you, you, you're right. And I'm saying here, all well and good, saying no need. But then you'll be saying in the summer, we can't do it all in one window. Hindsight is a lovely thing, Lilant. Uh, and we've got the benefit of hindsight. We had such a fantastic summer. If we hadn't had such a summer window, a good summer window, A, we probably wouldn't be where we are in the league. And B, yeah, I'd probably be more annoyed. But because we had, you know, it's all right. It's, you know, it's okay you say, oh, well, if you say this and you say that. The fact is, we had a fucking good summer window and it meant that we don't really need uh to buy now um what we're we going to do if we can't sign anybody in august um why won't we be able to sign it the chances are if, if the plan goes to work then we will be in the premier league that allows us to spend a lot more money believe yeah. you me and, we'll and have and a the age restriction goes up as well yeah and indeed he will be back uh who's obviously you know hopefully if we go up he'll stay hopefully kieran will stay as well uh fatua will be signed so it's it, it's looking good if yeah. we go up um and, and all these players up, that people keep mentioning they're out of contract yes so 
not only are they difficult to get rid of in the window, but I'm sorry, but if I was working for a company and they said, look, you're six months left on your contract that you signed, mm. um, and I had the choice of trying to force a move myself and get to another job or take me 100 grand a week or whatever, whatever they're on, 35, let's say 35 grand a week uh, a job, but never have to go to work. Guess what I'm doing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. yeah, then I'm going to bother looking for another club to go. How, yeah, many, how to go many players did we get rid of in the summer? Well, technically, not got rid of, but we're out of contract. And if we go, if we don't go up, then we would have to probably rebuild and take the, the youngsters through and hopefully, you know, go up that way. It is a gamble. Whatever we do, it's going to be a gamble. And at the end of the day, do I want to risk us getting a points deduction, being stuck down in this division for three or four seasons, not getting the money in, struggling, top getting fed up and maybe deciding he wants to go anywhere? And that's all right, he probably won't. But we don't know. You can't say for certain. His company may go bust. We don't know what his company's money's like. Yes, he's rich, he's well off, etc. But, you know, another COVID and he could go out of business. And I do not want to go the way of Derby, you no. know, or go the way of, of Coventry. It is a gamble. Uh, Michael, hi, Derek, mate, how are you doing? Um, you know, blimey, Brad, you reminded me of a programme. Renford Reject. He, yeah, Bruno Di Grassi. He was a fake Italian. He pretended he was uh, he was a guy who basically pretended he's Italian, spoke in like a really daft Italian accent. And and then uh, I remember one episode actually, one of my favourite players I ever watched growing up, because he pretended he was always related to Gianfranco Zola. I think he said he was like his uncle or something. In one episode, he actually turned up and he was like, "Who are you?" And it turned out he was, even though they knew he was faking the accent, they were saying. He turned, it was like, yeah, I'm British. I just pretend to be an Italian sample. <laughs> That's why I was giggling at Scott's comment because I'm. Uh, who was the one that the? Uh, oh, he's he's in um he's in the news at the moment. Um, a bit of a twat that uh, went over to France and ended up speaking with a French accent. Oh, Barton. Yeah, Joey Barton. Yes, yeah, that was yeah. it. Joey Barton. Um, was it Marseille? Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we won't if we don't ship anybody out. Well, go and have a word with Enzo Gray because, you know, <laughs> he's the one that says he's not going to get rid of anybody if they don't want to go. Well, if you're not going to get rid of anybody if they don't want to go, what's Brad just said? You're going to sit there on 30 grand a week doing nothing. Yeah, I'm going to do that. So if yeah. he hasn't got the balls to get anybody out, we're going to be in this shit situation, which is why yeah. I'm saying Enzo has to take his share of the blame. Uh, and, and, Ward, uh, sorry, Brad. Ward was awful. Yeah. No, he fucking wasn't. You know, he wasn't awful. He wasn't good. But neither were any of the players that were in front of him. The fact of where we were was not just down. Sorry, Gray, but it was not just down to Danny Ward. So did we do? You know, can you remember when we lost to um to Tottenham? Was it six two? Yeah. Did we play a formation of one nil nil nil. Was Danny Ward the only player on the pitch? Oh, it must it must have been mate. Um, it must have been yes, yeah. Because if, if, if that was the case, then Wout Faye should have never played a game of football for us because he came on in that six-two debacle and got man of the match. Yes, from yeah. a perspective. Yeah. And again, I don't understand why people seem to have selective memories when it comes to transfers and, and, and FFP and our funds. 
because I'm pretty sure we have named several players, Chris, and I'm just going to remind people of these players, Pratt and Didi, my beloved Ian Acho, uh, Ward, there is probably more. I'm just naming the four that have been mentioned just alone in this show, right? Saying we won't get rid of any... Uh, what, what what was it that Gray said about, about move selling or moving players on in the summer? The four people that we might just let go on a free. That, 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 there's four people that will be out of this club and instantly open yeah. up the spot. So we will have money to move players around because... I don't know if you figured this out, guys, but if Leicester were to get promoted, they get a reward for that. It's called promotion. It's called financial stability. What happens is, is that you get told by, you know, by the league, well done on getting to the Premiership. Here's your welcome basket. Mm. Okay, the rules change and you're expected to spend a bit more. But the best thing about being in the Championship, apart from having no VAR, because that is a mwah, a wonderful thing not to deal with in the championship. The best thing about the championship is, right, we did all our business as it is now. We did all our signing business, not just bringing in players, but bringing in players that were happy to take a wage that we could only afford to pay them because we're in the championship. And I guarantee you... Now, again, they're young players, but I guarantee you, even if Fatou's on 40 grand a week, and I'm not saying he is by any stretch of imagination, Chris, but again, I'm just using obvious, easy figures to show it. Had yeah. we stayed up last season, Chris, and still, let's say Leicester still made the same appointment managerial-wise and the same signing, I guarantee that loan agreement would have Fatou on 65 grand a week. Mm. An extra twenty-five grand a week because we're a Premier League club. We've managed to get these players to join us and go. Yeah, they're a Championship club. You're not going to get what you, you know want. What, if we stayed in the Championship, I don't think we'd have got. Uh, sorry, in the Premier League, I don't think we'd have got Enzo. I think Dean Smith may have stopped, and I don't think we'd have got rid of half the players. No, um, exactly. But again, he, like I said, even no, I'm taking your point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ant says here. Whatever your thoughts on this window, I hope by I hope by tomorrow five pm. It's yesterday's news and three points. It is, but that's yesterday Oops. today. This is the show about the transfer. Um, um, the team were bone idle last season. They all were. They all were. But, you know, Ward was, you know, everybody's having a... Well, look, Leicester fans love to have a scapegoat. You know, it, it's Ward. It was Chilwell. Uh, there's always somebody that if we haven't got a player that we can shit on and moan about, we're not happy as fans. Uh, now, again, Graham, I mean, Bertrand, I don't know if you saw, when he played in that pre-season... He was really, really good. Unfortunately, he got injured. <laughs> that was his problem. We never really saw him again after that. But how can any player, no matter how good or bad they are, they come into a team like Leicester were last season, get David Beckham into that team. He's not suddenly going to make us, you know, um, title contenders. It was a shit team with a shit manager at that time. And I really feel sorry for Brendan because... No matter, I mean, Brendan got us to Europe twice, two fifth place finishes, which let's be honest with you, is not to be, you know, not to be laughed at. And he won us the FA Cup. Unfortunately, we'll only be, um, uh, he'll only be remembered for getting us relegated. Um, uh, or is a Perry's best player to wear the shirt? <laughs> He's actually doing all right this season in Spain. Um, good for him. Uh, but Bertrand was sat on wages forever. 
But was that whose fault? That was, was that anyone's fault? No, he didn't come and go. Do you know what, Gray? I can tell you what. Shh, keep this quiet. But I'm going to come in. I'm going to have a really good game pre-season. Then I'm going to get injured and hardly ever play for the club again. But shh, 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 don't tell anybody, will you? You know, I mean, they don't do it on purpose. Dennis Pratt, as much as I call him a sick note now and we have to go, I still like him, but he doesn't do it on purpose. He doesn't go out and, and get injured on purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've, no, I have never met a player in my life that has ever woken up on a day and gone, oh, oh, what what time? Oh, crap, I'm supposed to be injured now. Shit, I'll have to play today. I'll have to get injured, I'll have to get injured at half-time then. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah. I just can't bother to kick a ball, no. Everybody's going on about Senzi, and I'm gonna I'm gonna end because I didn't think this I didn't I expected this to last about half an hour to be honest with you. But I've got to say thanks to everybody that was in um uh, in on because you've got favourite uh, Scott, haven't you? Then then let's lick Brad's ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's not helping your cause, is it? It's not me claiming that Alan was in your WhatsApp group. Then he went with me for man of the match. <laughs> that I still I clipped that. That was still your turnaround. Was brilliant on that. Um, yeah, Brad, you're brilliant. No, like, that's why I get Brad in. That's why I get Brad in. Um, look, you know, no, the thing is, Scott Gray, everybody else, we want you to press the buttons. As I say, I expected this to be in. We'll have a moan and we'll be out in 20, 25 minutes. That's what I thought. One hour, 26 minutes later, we're still talking about it. And that's because you guys join in. And yes, we argue, we disagree. We're still friends at the end of the day. Well, not with you, Scott, now. I've got to be honest with you. But, uh, no. but you know, that's, that's what these shows about. Banter, discussion, we don't agree. This is the headline in the Mercury. Uh, your friend, Jordan. Yeah, we've lost Stefano Senzi. Six Leicester City players... Enzo Maresca can turn to after Senzi transfer breakdown. So we've lost this player, but we've actually, hang on, we've got six players that we could probably play instead of him. So we're not actually, that, you know, we're not actually in a position where we, we you know, we should be panicking. Uh, let me go through the six that he's, he's named. I'm not going to go into too much, but, but at, you know, Eunice, basically, uh, Dennis Pratt, Rakai, or Raki, uh, Will Alvis, Sammy Baybrook, Piera can play in that position. Uh, so look, we're not you know, we're not panicking because we haven't got him. And don't get me wrong, if we were sat in 14th and this had happened, it would be a completely different story. Yeah, of course, of course it is. And, and again, it this just stretches back to what I think our thoughts were all beforehand. Um, you know, this <laughs> I joke... like a bit of I like a bit of a few chips with me salt, Scott. I know. Uh, 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 you know, th this transfer was only a necessity in Enzo's eyes. And, and that's that's obviously not the greatest thing to hear when it does happen. But it wasn't it wasn't like I do not recall seeing any Leicester fan out there at any point during the January transfer window. Even when we were linked with Sensei at the very start. I don't remember seeing many people saying we need to get him him. I'm sure people are out there saying, Oh, I'd like to get him in, he looks quality. I'm not again and, and again, remember and I the, said that to my please. son. I said exactly that to my son. Yeah, but I don't I, I wasn't sat here going, please, 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 please yeah. get him in, please get him in. We're desperate. You've just named six players, you could probably name six more. And and as we all say, Chris, just just 
just because I've wanted to have the power to do this for a while. And to, 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 to Scott and Gray and all the other ones, we love the di- diverse of opinion on this show. And all, and it lets you know, me and Chris, we always don't agree. We don't. And my opinion is that, that what I've said is right. And Chris's opinion of what he said is wrong. But we can all agree that you guys in the comments, we love you, but... Your opinion is wrong. <laughs> there we go. I got a chance to use it. I used it right. I'm here all week. I love, it. I love you guys, really. I'm only joking. No, just... no, 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 no. This is, I mean, as I said earlier, I mean, me, me and actual, I mean, I've still even started agreeing with Kate. I mean, I can't understand what's I've going on there. Scary, Chris. You're your staff. You know, I said at the start, a lot of the time I play devil's advocate because if we were to sit here and go, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It'd be a very boring show. And if you guys didn't put in your comments, which great, because it gives us something to, to come back to. Now, I'm not saying that I don't agree with anything that Gray said. I did agree. But I'm not going to say, yeah, you're right to everything Gray puts up because it would be a boring show again, you know. Um, yeah. uh, no, Old Brighton is, uh, he can't, Old Brighton can't play in the Senzi role total. Um, he, he said there, um, Forgot to mention all Brighton if we were just running up and players. Uh, I don't think he I don't think he could do that job. Sorry? You could probably add Chowdhury to that list. I know he's more defensive minded, but he can play yeah. that role. Yeah. I mean I, I, I I've just gone, like I say, this is Jordan Blackwell for the for the Mercury Leicestershire Live. Yeah. Uh, you know, how long ago was it that uh, Enzo was praising Alvis and Baybrook? Yeah, yeah. And had they not got injured, we'd have probably seen them. And I gotta say, having spent a hundred million pound on this five-star hotel with swimming pool, golf course, um, and football pitches, um, if we can save a bit of money by promoting players, I'd sooner do not. that than just keep spending money to get players in. Are you, are you gonna talk? You talk you're talking, Chris, kids that are 18, 19 that are probably on two grand a week. Instead yeah. of going out and buying that talent, that's going to easily put you up to fifteen grand a week before you've even thought about it. Yeah. Why not? And 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 here's here's I'm going to do Jerry Springer here. Here's my final thought, Chris. My final thought <laughs> is I will give you guys in the comments two two real life scenarios and tell me which one you prefer to have. A January window where we don't sign anybody, but this we're is fair. This is a this, this is, is a yeah. Option a. This January window, one failed transfer, a very good squad, a healthy squad, a healthy league position, and a, an all-round happy atmosphere at the club. All right, ends as a bit sour puss because of the atmosphere on the on the game night. But that aside, a fairly happy atmosphere. But but you don't sign anybody, right? Or option B. The 2023 summer transfer window, where we desperately needed players gone, we desperately needed centre backs, we desperately needed to bulk up the midfield, we desperately needed to sort out our goalkeeper situation because we lost Casper, we desperately needed to kind of add up or, or sort out our striking options, and we signed a defender in the last second because we sold one for 80 million. And I mean, good signing, but which window would you rather have? The stressful one that never happened until the very last minute because we sold a player or option. Exactly. There you go, Greg. There you go. You've answered my question for me before I even give you the second option. You would rather take this window a million yeah. times over 
over what happened last summer. We, so we, it is all bad that we didn't get a deal no, done. No. You know, it's a window where we don't, we haven't needed to buy anybody, and that's the thing. You know, yes, we haven't, but we didn't really need to as such. Uh, totally, it's not black and white though. Look, don't take everything. We say totally options. It's as black as white as I can make it. Yeah. I think what he's saying is the other way, like, oh, yeah, but that's not like it works. Yeah, I get that. Right. I get that. Oh, right. Yeah, right. but we get that. But the thing is, is it? Yeah, this is why we're, we're just, we're, we're, we're talking. And I'm going to give you my final thoughts here, Brad. And I'm just going to ask you. Panel can join in as well if they want. Um, it's like question time now, is it? The lady at the back in the red. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> your thoughts, madam. Right. Do you Would you sooner have a club that is financially stable not getting into a position where we're having points deducted, which means we might then have to sell best players to try and survive because we're not doing so well and we're stuck down and may even go down into League One. Or would you sooner have a club that goes out of business? I would. I, I, I would sooner have a club that's financially stable, whether it's whether it's by the skin of our teeth, which it seems to be at the moment. I'd rather be... I'm glad we've helped you through a painful shift, mate. I'm glad yeah. we've helped you. And I don't know why. we no, neither, yeah. neither of us have got jobs at the Samaritans, have we? I know, right? We would be great. Yes. Uh, 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 yeah, I'd rather have that option. Yeah. Because I'd rather be in our situation than the Everton situation. You know what I mean? I'd, ra I, yeah. I'd rather know yeah. That, yeah. that if things go right, that we can... You know, we've we been there. We've money. been there where we didn't know if we we're going to have a club to support. And yeah, let's take ourselves back to 2002, 22 yeah. years ago. Yeah, oh God, yeah. That long, wow. We got away with murder. We got we away did. with murder. Yes. Clubs to this day will say we should have been deducted points. Well, it was so, our fault that that was introduced, wasn't it? That was old... Um, you're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that's why people hate us. Um, but it's hey, true. Hey, stop spelling my name like that. I know that was a funny time. <laughs> Sorry, I know why he's doing that. I, I, he told me last night, and I can't remember, but uh, he did say it was from a previous show. Um, and like I said, the other thing is okay, let's say Leslie do go out of business. Who are you going to support? Just, I don't, you know what, honestly, if Leslie didn't exist. Probably just not follow football or, or non-league, possibly non-league. No, honestly, Chris, yeah. if, if, you if, wouldn't if, go. You wouldn't go and watch Coventry, Forest, Derby, who are the nearest main teams, would you? No, I, I, I certainly wouldn't follow anyone like that. I'd probably look. I, I'd probably follow a local team at best, but I'd lose all passion to follow the sport that is football because Leicester has been my my football in blood yeah. since yeah. since I picked them as my team to follow since yeah. since since my first Leicester game with my granddad who took me to my first game their memories can never be replaced and I'm not about to replace them with another team so exactly I'd have a club and not have anyone to support exactly well Luke Gray that was Gray you're a good man I like I like it his other favourite sport is exactly what mine is and it's not just that's England cricket. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, sometimes it's exciting and sometimes it, it's boring. Um, but no. But look, 
Brad, as I say, I did say you just want to pop on a quick show. It's only gonna, it wasn't going to be... 36 minutes is quick enough for us, mate. It is, isn't it? That, that's short for us. Uh, look, guys in the chat, thank you so much. Like I say, look, we, we, we disagree with you. You disagree with us. Carry on disagreeing with us because that's what makes... Yes, I do form total. In fact, I, I did uh, have, do Formula One on this channel before they shafted me, but it's all got, it all got a bit boring last season, so I stopped it. Um, but yeah, we want you to disagree with us because that's what makes the conversation. Uh, Grace said it's a shame we can't all go down the pub. Craig, if you're watching, who is from uh, up the uh, Cherries and All Departments, Bournemouth fan, he lives down the road from me. Um, we've got him in the cup. He wants to do a joint watch along. I'm not sure that I'd get a word in. <laughs> yeah, and if it wasn't about that, he'd be talking about his veterinary skills, wouldn't he? <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. Ah, there we go. Yeah, there you go. I heard him squeal from here. Yes. Um, so, no, carry on, guys. And thank you so much um, for for coming in. And thank you so much. It's an afternoon one, so I wasn't yeah. expecting this much. <laughs> the thing is, it's been great that you've come in and you've... Uh, You've interacted with us. Um, it's really been nice. Brad, you're back tonight. Yes, I was just about to say, if you don't mind me popping this comment back, great, I expect to see you back here tonight. Not tomorrow. We are back here tonight with uh, with a little ant um, because the big one's annoying and he does my in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got booster seats. sponsored yeah. by. This is sponsored by Kitty's Booster Seats, the show will be. And we have somebody who... Well, his deprived sleep has drove him back to insanity of YouTube. But we have a returning guest, a long, a long-standing fan of the channel, a great YouTuber as well. He was in the comments earlier. Obviously, um, he was on the show last night. Was on the show last night yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, he's been kicking and screaming, but apparently, you know, his other ass finally had enough and told him to go back to YouTube and stop crying about it. He will be on the show with me tonight. I am, of course, talking about Doug on the Dugout Football Channel. He will be joining me in Little Ant uh, for the prediction show tonight. Uh, you tell you put that missus in her place, Gray. You make sure you have, have, put put your phone in your pocket, put one earbud in or or AirPod or whatever it is you've got, and just and just and just be like, mm hmm, dear, yes, dear, three bags full, dear. I'll yeah. teach you the ways, Gray. Don't you make sure you're here tonight. You need to oh, hear actually just. Just saying about the prediction show, let's send all our best wishes to Steve Linux. I don't know if you saw his post on Facebook. Um, he got jumped on by a, a couple of uh, uh, brats, shall we say, and his face is all, all up here and it was bleeding and everything. So, Steve, from uh, B-Rad and me, uh, we wish you all the best, mate, and, and get better soon. Um, yes. Our much thoughts much put much for him on that. His words were, I'm not as quick as I used to be. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe trying to run away. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to say that and wish him all the best. Um, what do you call a man with a spade on his head? Duck. Indeed you do. Well done. And on that note, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye. Oh, I've got it wrong. It's goodbye from, it's goodbye from him. That's it. We'll try yeah. it. We'll cut that out. Yeah, we'll together in the post. Yeah. And it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from him. <laughs> See you later at seven. Take See care. You at seven, guys. Bye -bye. Bye. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. 
You better light them too or I'll be back. The TalkSport Fan Network is the ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Including Leicester Till I Die, independent analysis and reaction for the Foxes faithful. The TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Follow the podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Presson Falsies. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.